Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie Third. I'm Jack Alza. And we are just fresh back yeah. from our tour. I'm still feeling a little bit jet lagged, to be totally honest with you. Like, I'm not back on my like sleeping schedule properly <laughs> yet. For multi city tour, Det- uh, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. at the sold out hideout show. Wow. Huge. Huge. Not, a non sold out show in Indianapolis. And I think Michigan, you know, uh, Detroit as well. Was Detroit sold out? I, I'm i going to say it is. Yeah, I, why I, not? I didn't count. That like one was it. sold out, too. Yeah. I, so, I, I didn't deal with it, so maybe. <laughs> I, I do like the selling out the hideout because that is the stage yeah. that Billy Corgan performed at. So my bio is now sold out the hideout just like <laughs> Billy Corgan did. Wow, wow. I'm, I'm like, well, we're, we're both tall. Pretty much both, at the same level at this we're point. We're both bald. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're pretty much just, you know, doing the same thing. Equals. Equals, really. <laughs> You know, it's it's so funny because um, a musician, uh, uh, Heather Fortune, um, was t- tweeting about like how podcasts are the new thing and like <laughs> like taking over from music. And I'm like, and I told her like, uh, yeah, I just uh, sold out the hideout and <laughs> know all of three chords. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was a great time on the road, and of course, we did it with. Uh, Brad and I don't know three chords, by the way. That's impressive to me. That you know three <laughs> chords? When you said three chords, I was like, is that like good? <laughs> I was like, trying, I had to think about it for a second and be like, oh, wow, Leslie knows three chords. <laughs> well, it's good if you play punk, I guess. <laughs> if you play punk, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, we did the tour with Brad and Brian of Street Fight. Wonderful guys. Wonderful great time. guys. It was good a Lord. great time. Hanging out with them, talking with them, shooting the shit with them. They the treated us so well on the road. Took care of us. Took care of pretty True. much everything. Um, we slept on beds instead of floors because of their largesse. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, like, I really thought, you know, a tour with those guys would just mean, <laughs> like, you know, sleeping in the van, lots of maybe in some shady places, getting in a lot of trouble. None of that. None of that. They're just, you know sweethearts they're you know fathers dads even they're dads they are dads more than they are fathers you know what i mean there can be absentee fathers these guys are dads yeah through and through (laughs) and they took care of us there's deadbeat dads but they're not that they're not the deadbeat (laughs) type i i I think that's just because of the alliteration that people say deadbeat that's true yeah there's no really no such thing, but <laughs> <laughs> but they really took care of us, took care, and we just had a wonderful time. Thank you so much if you made it out to the shows. We really oh, yeah. appreciate. Had a great time uh, performing um, with you, Jack. It was it was interesting every night. Uh, yeah, that was fun. fun. That was a good time. You know, uh, uh, we haven't really. I mean, we did the live shows. We've done a couple live shows, but it was fun to do like a couple in a row and like you know let sort of a, a, an act evolve over the time. Um, yeah. It was a good time. Oh, I hate calling it act, but (laughs) it's awful. It's awful because with Street Fight, you know, you're not allowed to sit if you're doing a live show with Street Uh Fight. They don't let you sit. It does give it a kind of more stand up energy. Like then these other podcast shows where we like sit on the the stools and we're like, let's talk about the new Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) No, instead it was like, hey, how's it going, guys? Great to be here in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this Andrew Luck thing, huh? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Good times. That was fun. Um. Yeah. That was a really. It was a. It was a wild time. Those guys are the best. And uh, yeah. I mean, I hope we get to do a lot more touring and stuff like that. I think it'd be. I think it was a, a very good time. And it was cool to meet everybody. Yeah. And but for I mean we you know we only did you know a f- few spots in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Why don't we talk about some of the things we talked about on stage for the people who couldn't make it, unfortunately. Sure. Some, some people um, who missed out. And they were, Wait, we were t- Leslie, are we going to reveal? I guess we'll get to that later. I, I, think, we, I think we'll have to. I think oh, we'll I have know. to. I, th- I, I think don't the, know. I think the fans deserve it. And I'm not sure if, any, if everyone's ready, though. That's oh, the thing. they aren't ready. They definitely aren't ready. But it is like everybody's jumping in on it. <laughs> we'll see that. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to get to that a little later. later. Uh, we're referring, of course, to the exclusive secret take that we unveiled in uh, Chicago. Uh, yes. We'll get back to that later on. Yeah, it was a secret take. Very exclusive. Very hot. Like, too yeah. hot. Oh, to like, I, I, a couple of people, me. like, had to, like, walk out and take a I breather. saw a woman faint. I saw, <laughs> I saw someone faint, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, too hot to handle. But yeah. one of the things we talked about 
uh, on the show was that Joe, we kept talking about, you know, the election, of course, because everybody yeah. loves talking about politics. Oh, yeah. And get, we, get, get the hideout filled out. You know, people that once were listening to Smashing Pumpkins in there and they just want to hear about Joe Biden's yes. latest sundowning moment. Yes. So there were so many moments with Joe Biden. It was funny because every, every like at first we start the week off with uh, like I have a little list of all the things we're going to you know try to cover on the ship on the live show. And like I had to keep updating the Joe Biden one sure. because it changed every day. I, I don't remember what the first one was, but one was definitely um he forgot. Obama's name. Um, His, he, uh, yeah, see, for, you know, he forgot. Uh, uh, he called him President My Boss. President My Boss. Um, I think the next one, he called him Rap Rock Obama. Now, I think that's an older one, but that was passed along to us. But yeah, yeah. he called him Rap Rock Obama, <laughs> which was especially fun because, you know, those Street Fight guys, uh, they really like Rap Rock. They really as you'll like find out, you can be on, you'll be on a uh, road trip with them and you'll find out that they really like Rap really Rock. Really like Rap Rock. New now, metal. Leslie, now, Leslie, you're, you're being, you're, you're sort of, you know, Acting a little bit above it, you know, trying to sort of affect a tone of like, oh, they really like new metal. However, I will out you again, as I did during the Chicago show that Leslie at many points during this trip was singing along. To the rap rock, but and which metal band, in the Jack? Car. Which bands? Were I don't know. I said exactly. P-O-D. You do not. I said know. P.O.D. You are at not the live sophisticated. Show, but I don't know. You are I not sophisticated know. enough to understand the solo. You know, my my ears are good enough to know when it's uh, when it's new metal, when it's rap rock. I don't think they. You are. know, these ears aren't so, you, ain't, ain't so special, think, but uh, <laughs> I think I can hear still understand rap. rock I don't think you are. I don't think you can tell the difference between a death tones and a puddle of mud. I don't think you're capable of it. I can't, and I think that that's an important perspective to have uh, represented oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> we did get an argument in the car about whether or not a discussion i would say about whether yeah. or not marilyn Matson is new metal yeah um uh jack you have anything to say i don't do have a lot have to any- contribute here i you know i think at this time that i was maybe watching um a movie on my phone because i had so little understanding of what was going on in the conversation i heard at one point that marilyn manson at a show like put someone's penis in his mouth which i'm like that sounds wild that actually is wild that he did that at a show yeah, but it is crazy that everyone got all mad about that yeah, it was, people super got super mad about it. I think I'm he got like, arrested. Okay, that's pretty cool. He got arrested after the show. I think he, maybe he got banned from the arena, which which, ha- wow. which happens. Uh, but yeah, uh, it we didn't were, happen to us. Didn't happen to us. We didn't do anything wild at the show. I, Not I really. To, no. You know, I hate to break it to everyone. There were no you know wild antics. We didn't. We did come into Chief Keef in Chicago. Well, look. Which I, which the I Chief Keefe thing was a, was a mistake in the end, I think. I really do. It, like, I think people, you know, there was music playing before the show. And I think people didn't know, you know, without a, like, yes, a lighting so change or something out. like that. You were so freaked out. Well, like, that, but Jack, that, but that you fine. have to signify to the audience that the show is starting. Jack, Jack you just have to get them hype. If they no, hear Chief Keefe. They didn't hear it. They, they were like, oh, I've... it's more bar music. No, no. This is because a lot, some of them were cornballs. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> just, I'm just, <laughs> but the real heads in there were hype okay. for the okay. Chief Keefe. I, 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 look, Brett and it Bra- felt right. Oh, it felt look, right for it, you know, to be in Chicago and listen to Chief Keefe. But I, I didn't think people knew that we were coming to stage. And I was like, uh oh. Jack, I'm sorry. See, this is the sort of thing that you get when you're, you know, in that improv shit. Like the insecurity. How about not not improv? Insecurity and the fear. Simply being a showman. Being a producer and a showman. No, no, no. The insecurity and fear that they beat into you during your days at UCB. You're afraid to take chances. You're afraid to take risks. It's not taking chances to notice that how a show is done. You're afraid to change. I'm not afraid of anything. The, uh, the music. I'm never afraid You're of anything. You're afraid of music. You're afraid yes. of music. Well, yes, and and that's any respectable and reasonable person should be. <laughs> music can influence people. <laughs> wow. The music is as 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 big a radicalizing force as the Joker movie, I think, if not more. Okay, well, I guess <laughs> Gotta get into it since you mentioned it. <laughs> uh, so we did talk about it much on our tour, but holy <laughs> so shit, this came up. Did people lose their minds about the Joker movie? Man, they really are like scared of like Terrified. the Joker. They're <laughs> scared of the Joker of all Haunted things. Haunted by him. Haunted by this evil clown. <laughs> 
it's in theaters this weekend. You know, I really do think, Leslie, at this point, I'm like, I'm like so excited to see the Joker movie to see how not radical it is. Yeah. And how much all these people are like flipping out over probably the most like basic shit of all time. They're like, this is dangerous thought for young men to be able to see. And I think it's probably going to be like. Uh, like the credit card companies are bad like or something which like, will be cool i hope it's which like is good I'm, i hope it's like that too but like it's going to be basic stuff basic and very non-scary stuff this is a movie being put out by fucking at&t folks. i know <laughs> let's be fucking real about this if they think it's going to make people cancel their cell phone plans they're not going to release the movie <laughs> yeah so, so like be an adult about this <laughs> yeah well well some people let their toddlers speak for them. <laughs> I digress. Uh, so, so people, so apparently, it, it, was it Cannes? Was it um, Venice? I don't fuck. Venice, I think it was. Venice, and they showed it, and like people actually liked it, and that was good. I will say I, this. I, I, no, no, no. Jack, Jack, you, you, you sell down a little bit okay, right now. Okay, sure. Because you were a doubter. You were a doubter. I said on this podcast... <laughs> That this movie would be good, and you were like, I don't know, Tim Miller. Blah, 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 blah. Tim Miller, Todd, I said fucking Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips, Tim Miller. I They're don't all the know same. If I love Todd Phillips, Todd Phillips. Excuse me, not t- Tim Miller. They, they both suck. They the do Deadpool both, guy versus they, the Hangover guy. They both suck. But I thought, but I said it. This guy had been trying to make a real movie for a while. Like if you looked at his filmography, like he had made a couple attempts to make like real movies that were trying to make a war dogs and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, as I said, like, I think, you know, maybe this is going to be the one where he actually, you know, cause every like crappy director still has like one decent film in them. Usually it's like the first one that they do. And then it's all shit. Well, actually I will say that I do like Todd Phillips first movie, uh, frat house, which is like a pretty good documentary about frat life in America. Uh, I do like his first film. Yeah, but I told you, Jack, that this movie would actually be good. And according to reviewers who aren't all bought off by Disney, it actually is pretty good. Now, look, Leslie, I first of all, I want to say what I was going to say when you so very, very rudely (laughs) cut me off, extremely rudely. All I was going to say is that this film festival culture of applauding for like eight minutes long is fucking ridiculous. I don't care how good a movie is. Like, who's applauding for like eight minutes? It's fucking stupid. Like, these headlines where they're like, Joker got like a seven minute long applause. (laughs) I'm like, don't you have to like go to the bathroom or something? Like, people have to get on with their day or something like that? Who's applauding this much? It's ridiculous. Look, it is goofy, but I actually kind of like it because it is kind of like an objective metric. It's like, (laughs) how long will they put up with standing for clapping for? and wow. you know seven minutes eight minutes it's not the longest one but it's a pretty decent number it's a pretty decent number to do like if this is how we ranked all the films and we made every reviewer stand up and applaud <laughs> for as Until long as they ca- as long wow. as they can't cared about the film i think that would be much better than right, tomato. that would be so much better than also- tomato meter yes yeah. leslie stands of course with the uh with the uh, applauding at film festivals. Look, I was hesitant. Look, it makes about them the suffer. Film. It makes them suffer in order to I get it. You know, I, get, they, they get, how many of those people who, you know, laud like the uh, the, the uh, digital Lion King or wherever the fuck, like how right. long would they actually put up? put up there and slap their hands together if they really had to do it i don't think it's that long i don't think it's that long so i think we would get more honest film culture if we made all the reviews be just by the reviewers <laughs> having to do like an endurance test. endurance test yes okay all right well that's interesting <laughs> um, uh, uh, look i was hesitant about Joker. I'm still hesitant about Joker. I mostly just think that the discourse is fucking rotten as oh, shit. Yeah. And it's like silly. It's the silliest thing in the world to like be like afraid of the Joker <laughs> is, is ridiculous. Do I think that like, I, you know, I think the movie has potential to like be decent because I think Joaquin Phoenix is like probably like the best actor like we have right now. He's probably like the best like serious actor. Very that's going selective right now. and very selective. And very selective. And look, I, I, do I think that there's a possibility that like you know the sort of Scorsese as applied to Batman will be like a pretty appealing thing? I do. I, I think the Joker, like, and I like the DC movies. I do like DC movies. I think Warner is doing a better job with these superhero movies than uh, uh, Marvel is, and they do more interesting things. I think that Aquaman's a good example of that. I think this Joker is a good example of that as well. I think I'm, I'm like now excited to see the movie because all the re- reviews were so good. But Leslie, don't discount the idea 
that these reviewers are going way too easy on this movie because it's like Joker. You know what I mean? Like, Why? I think there's a real possibility that I'll see this movie and be like, man, like, that's like way stupider than all these reviewers. No, 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 but you, I don't think I'll be scared of it. I, I don't think, think I'll be frightened. I think it's backwards. I think they're going, e- I think if anything, they'd be going easy on it because it's king of comedy. I think that's why. Like, it's the nostalgia. Is like this. Oh, for before. like the other film? Sure. Yeah, for like when movies were like movies and shit. Like, right. and this movie does look like a movie from all the trailers. Like, this does look like a movie ass movie. So, I, if anything, if anything, like, if it's being overpraised, it's for that element. I don't think anybody cares about Either like, the way, Joker. I think it's, I think I, I like, I am, I'm ready for the Joker to be good. And I'm kind of like hoping that it is good, to be honest with you. But I'm also ready for everything about the discourse to have been completely overblown. The goodness and also the badness is like what I'm ready for. Like this whole thing to have for I'm ready. I'm ready to go see the movie and be like, what? But also I'm hoping that it's good. I really am. I think there's a possibility that Todd Phillips, like trying his best and doing like a Martin Scorsese Joker, like could work. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. But, you know, some people are talking as if they had seen I, it. Well, and also the people who have seen it and are like, I really liked it, but I'm scared about other people oh. seeing it. I'm like, uh, um, why don't you like forget about it? Like, you're not like a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. You're a fucking movie reviewer. Yeah. Like, why don't you like worry, like worry about whether the movie was good? Yeah. Like, you need to stick with that and stop trying to like stop misusing the term incel. Um, yeah, there was one I, reviewer who was like, oh, uh, this is a totally like incel movie. I'm like, Joker in every iteration, like, fucks and has a girlfriend. He just does not, he has a girlfriend in this movie. Zazie Beats is his girlfriend. Like, I, they, they just think incel just means like, like bad white man. <laughs> and also, by the way, I'm like, half you fucking guys, like, they would call you an incel. Like, Peter Scaretta, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, were you a little younger? Like, Peter Scaretta really pissed me off with his like take on it. Cause then he like doubled down on like the idea that it's dangerous or whatever. And in his tweet doubling down on it, he's like, I think it's totally fine that like no art could make a reasonable person do something. But I also think that if unreasonable people see the Joker, I'm like, well, then you do think that art influences people. If you're just like making this caveat where it's unreasonable people and reasonable people, then you do think that like art has a responsibility not to influence like people who are like beyond trying to like understand their motivations. You know what I mean? Like I, I I really do think that it's like this discourse around like it's irresponsible to release the Joker Whoa. movie is like we're fucking are we clowns? Are we fucking yes. clowns at this point? Joker has clown them Make all. clowns of everyone. Yeah, cuz people so people are like trying really trying to jump in. Like some people were saying like oh this controversy was stirred up by Warner Brothers. I'm like no, Warner Brothers did not contact the editor in chief of Mother Jones <laughs> to tell her to like reference like a the theater shooting. shooter yeah. um, during while she was talking about the Joker movie that Which, she by had the way, seen. There's also a lot the of Warner like, Brothers did like Warner Brothers did not come up with no. this. This is not what they do. What you do is like you don't like this was all like high profile people, real people right. with real. You accounts. say that it's nobodies that are attacking it, and then they, it's not. Um, it's not unprovable you know what i yeah. mean you're like it's a bunch of nobodies being racist it's not like you don't get like together a coalition of film reviewers to say that it reminds you of fucking aurora to promote the movie no no that's <laughs> like uh, you know i that's, don't know i, I want to read you know clara's you know take yeah um it's the one that everyone got bad she blocked everyone uh for responding to yeah um fairly so because we were being really mean uh, but, but wow, that's very magnanimous of you, Leslie. We were being mean, um, but she deserved to be us to be mean, and that's just how it works. It's supposed to work sometimes. So like, sometimes you gotta get blocked. Um, Claire <laughs> Jeffrey, hard to read reviews of the Joker and looks back and look backs to Heath Ledger's performance that make no mention of the Aurora shooting. Seems pertinent. Seems dangerous. Anyway, so weird, dude. Anyway, I never saw that. Heath movie seemed impossible to contemplate doing so after, and I probably won't see this one. Certainly not in a theater. Great actors, both. All right. Wow. Well, so as we got into it with her there, 
You know, the shooting didn't happen during the Heath Ledger no. movie. It didn't happen during the Joker movie. It happened during the Bane movie four years later. So Clara is saying, like, I could never have contemplated seeing that movie. So, but you waited four years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you like you're not going to see the movie. How about that? Like that's me being that the most charitable because I actually think the whole little anecdote is just a bullshit lie that's like meant that's just like meant to look like written well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not true. It's really just like very all the poorly, shit that, actually. Just all the shit that she says, like you know, that her fucking toddler says is not true. I think it's just a made up anecdote. Yeah, or for whatever. people who don't know Clara Joffrey, uh, Clara Jeffrey, uh, she's the editor in chief of Mother Jones, um, magazine named after a socialist. Um, she really hates. Uh, socialists and socialism and, and homeless poor people. people homeless people especially she really um, hates them and she sometimes she like, talks about how like San Francisco smells like piss and patchouli and shit and, like, and that's something like, she's one of these conservatives that has a, that you know thinks she's a progressive because she votes Democrat and sometimes she posts tweets uh, that she claims her uh, toddler told her usually like he's angry at During Bernie Sanders. Shit. He's yeah. angry at Bernie Sanders, but she fucking sucks. But the thing that it's like, it's like during the debate, it's like, mommy, like, why does like the bad man want to like make the experienced woman not get the job? <laughs> uh, but the thing about, you know, this tweet, you know, besides her you know, lying about her reason for not uh, watching the movie. Um, is that Which the real reason for not watching the movie, as you said, Leslie, is that she's like a 50 year old lady that probably doesn't want to watch fucking comic book movies. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's reasonable, totally normal. Like, you to be can... like, I don't watch fucking kid movies. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, if I have no, like, if you're an adult, it's fine to say, I don't want to watch the Joker movie. You don't <laughs> this need has to, to be, make like it a It has fake... to be like, actually, like, yeah, it's extremely good politics is why I don't watch them. And it's because of my politics are impeccable. It's like, no, you just don't want to watch fucking Batman. And that's very reasonable. Don't watch it. And, 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 you know, her, you know, calling it dangerous. You know, what would yeah. actually be dangerous, like really dangerous, like possibly like increase the likelihood of violence in the real world dangerous? And this is from like psychologists and criminologists yeah. and sociologists is if we did, as she recommended, and mention the uh, Aurora shooter in every single review of a Batman yeah. movie from now until the end of time. Yeah, that you know, if, if you're worried be. about if you're worried about giving people ideas, then maybe we shouldn't have spent the whole fucking discourse around this movie being like, "Ugh, another shooting's gonna happen. They're gonna do another shooting." It's like, uh, like. You know that they have online too and stuff. You know, yeah, and, I mean? and, and it's not even about giving the ideas. It's about making it so that like the shooter won. The shooter went. What they right. want is fame to be recognized, to be remembered forever, to have yeah. their name out there. And if you're saying that's what we should do, like you're just like telling the next shooter that he's gonna get to be famous too. It's all gonna work right. out for him as well. As every time anyone mentions the Joker, they're gonna bring up his name. Is like what Clara wants. Anyway, you know, that's like ridiculous on its face. And also she's bullshitting. And also, you know, I think it's a pretty shitty thing of her to do to like kind of target movie reviewers. And she's like, it seems she's saying like that they're reviewing the movie dangerously. <laughs> like, it's OK to talk about Lego Batman without mentioning the Aurora <laughs> shooting. Just want to be clear about that. Hey, let's also, by the way, even address the part of it that she's like, this guy was like inspired by the Joker. Not true. He just had orange hair. Everybody misremembers this because he had orange hair. The Joker has green ha hair. The actual psychiatrist that worked with James Holmes and interviewed him said that he was not influenced by the Joker and that he was like a fucked up psychotic. Yeah, you know so I mean? it, this is kind of something we haven't talked about on the show, but it's kind of important, like, in the aftermath of like these shootings and shit, like in the immediate aftermath, there's so much misinformation and misreporting done. Like sometimes, you know, in, in, you know, inevitable, sometimes it can be avoided. This one was like people were saying, Oh, he's dressed up like the Joker just because he had red hair. Um, right. When like the Joker has green hair. And like obviously some people, you know, when the shooting's going on, people make those mistakes problem is people repeat those mistakes forever <laughs> and also it becomes like a very sort of juicy media narrative you know yeah, what i mean the, oh, like, the that's media a sort liked of it. much easier and digestible kind of thing which is probably like why clara still like holds it as her truth all this time later you know what i mean uh it's not accurate and it is like you know ultimately you know, not only bad for culture, uh, which is the sort of like lesser damage here, but also bad for like understanding like why these horrendous events happen <laughs> and trying to like get people on board with making them stop, you know? Yeah. Like it's, 
you know, the problem you, is not access to Joker. It really <laughs> is not, not about access, access to, to Joker. Joker. Yeah, I think we can give you know people as much <laughs> Joker as they like. Uh, Joker really? all the time. No waiting periods. Uh, <laughs> no limitations on the type of Joker you can get. Yeah, any interpretation of Joker, I I really do like. Uh, I stand with it. I don't believe that you know Jokers are just for you know over there in Iraq or overseas. <laughs> I think Joker you know should be every. It, in home, in our homes too. I think Joker is fine. I think Joe. I, I, and look, this is what you know. At least one of the amendments is about like the free speech means free Joker. I, I think <laughs> my right, my right um, to love the Joker is an inalienable right. And I mean, it is like a. I mean, you know. <laughs> like, are we really going to this point? Where, like, and sort of what is the point? Of this part of like Joker discourse, you know what I mean? Because every single person, most of the people who brought this up, except for Clara, I guess, they all like went on to clarify, like, I don't think like there should be censorship. I just want to say it. Is yeah, all. They, like, they so, just like, what say are it. what are you saying? Like, what what do you think should have been done differently, or like what like what do you want to say about this? You know what I mean? Like, it, is it Warner's fault? Should we not make? I don't know what you're saying, I, so say it. I, I just wonder <laughs> where were all these people during like Suicide Squad? Like, there's already yeah. been like another Joker movie, and he looks it's because little... this one's like R. But then again, I'm like that is we're not fucking babies, right? Can we not be babies? <laughs> Can we not be babies a little bit? You know, it, there was kind of really funny thing that happened, like. At the same time, everybody was freaking out about the Joker and having a moral panic about that. I, a really funny thing happened where, like, a Catholic, you know, school or something in Texas banned Harry Potter. And I was like, right. this is Joker's revenge. This is what you get. Because <laughs> I know Clara loves fucking Harry uh-huh. Potter. And, you know, fucking. If you're talking about this shit, you know, like, if you're putting that out there, you know, that it's all one and the same. Yeah. If, so, if you think that, like, art's going to influence people, like, then so do they. Yeah. They, they think that, too. Yeah. Those, and it's funny. It was Catholics, too. Like, because people think they're, like, the reasonable. <laughs> ones the reasonable aside from you know the child molestation they're the, you sure. know, the more modern ones the ones who understand and respect the modern world inside it's like nope apparently we got a still, good pope now we got a good good pope nope still afraid of witches still afraid of little <laughs> witch boys <laughs> yeah anyway I think it's good to ban those books because they suck it is it good to ban those reading books. YA in school all the time it it's is annoying good. it is good <laughs> people, get, people got mad, get mad at me for like dissing YA but it's not like and it's like I don't hate like teenagers i just like that's all the books they have at school is like ya like read some other book yeah it's just like it's just become its own like little thing and have to read it through adults and then i kind of take wonders to like yeah thing i'm like kids can like read like real like by by the way you get to high school you can read real books you can read real books it's fine i would also say this is my issue with ya and i don't even know if this will if people will care for this or not, but it's like written by all the same like TV people. You know what I mean? And like, so it's good to maybe like learn some different types of story structure and like ways that people talk and stuff that aren't just like written by the same people that like write network TV and all the movies that everyone sees. You know what I mean? It's like all these guys like go and slum it and write like a YA novel. And it's like, I don't know, like, maybe it shouldn't only be the CW people that talk to young teens. (laughs) (laughs) The shows are good. Books I can't get down with. <laughs> and you know, right. it well, kinda... this is a this is a big you know aside about Joker here in the middle of uh, the recap of our tour episode. But you know, this is you know why we are on tour because we, you know, like I got mad during this Joker discourse because I realized like all, everybody thought they had to say something. I'm like, that's what our show is for. Our yeah. show is to say the thing about the Joker movie, so you don't have to pretend like you give a fuck. Like, don't have to worry. About you don't it. have to worry about. It. We'll take care of it, folks. We got you. We got you, fam. You don't have right. to sit there and like try to come up just because the trailer came out. Not everyone has to post about it. No, no, it's fine. Like, even if you like the trailer, you can retweet it. Dislike the trailer, ignore it. But you don't you know what? have Even to. Even if you ju- like the trailer, you don't have to retweet it because it's just a fucking movie company. Who cares? Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're doing. You're trying to be. You're still trying to hold on to your hopes that the movie's going to be bad. But it's it's oh, going to be good. I don't have hope. It's going to be good. And I guess that should brings us to our exclusive take. I guess it's time wow. to drop it. 
Is this really it, like? I guess it is a good time for it. We drop. We okay. So I want to give a little bit of context for this. You know, Leslie, we were talking about the Joker trailer when it came out. You know, it came out like uh, uh, a day kind of before the like reviews all started coming out. This was like pre-screening of Joker, right? And so not everyone was like losing their minds about how this is going to create all the new shooters and there's going to be a wave of infinite shootings or something like that um so this was like the night before all this discourse went down and we said at the um chicago show and this was an exclusive tape uh just for that show and it's something that we kind of were working on in the labs uh we talked it through you know we we forged this thing and you know agree with it or disagree that this is the way the the take came out of the uh came out of the labs you know what i mean and uh I, i i i'm only here to present it you know, and uh, but what we said at the Chicago show and what is the newest take of Struggle Session is if the Joker movie does well, Bernie is going to win. Yes. And we said it then, folks. And this was the night before everything went really wild with Clara and fucking Slash Film and everybody. Uh, we said this the night before and then everything went totally nuts. Uh, We're always we said ahead that of the curve. We're always slightly ahead. ahead. We were like, and you know, and I even said on Twitter since, you know, I kind of teased that we had this secret take. I was like, this is a take that would really make the Clara Jeffries of the world really, really upset. And so I say it here now, and you know, it's a it's a dangerous take, it's a frightening take. But uh, if uh, if Joker does well, Bernie's going to win. That's how it came out of the labs, folks. Yes, and it's true. We all know it's true. You know, you knew as soon as you heard that take that it was true. This is, you know, and I can give some supporting evidence here because we we have a history of this. You know, we, we have can, a history. We can go back to the tape. supporting evidence. I'm Let's not going to go back. I'm not going to go back to the tapes because that takes a lot of work. Um, but we'll just say what we said back then, and you can believe it. Because the quick one, the quick one, the quick one here is that in 2016, we all knew Ghostbusters was going to do well. It was their time, and it didn't do well. And out of nowhere, a surprise wisecracker who has no reverence for anything, fucking blew up the box office records. I'm talking about Ghostbusters versus Deadpool and how that presaged the results of the 2016 election. It's going to happen again this time, folks. If Joker does well, Bernie's going to win. Yep, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Wow. Let's move on. I mean, we should we should keep that buried in the middle of the episode here so that it's only for the true fans only who actually fans. listen to this fucking none, thing. None of those, you know, those vultures at, you know, maybe vulture.com. At vulture. <laughs> vultures at vulture who will do a write-up write yeah. of this and, you know, try to steal that take. Uh, that'll be in the headline. They'll be like, if Joker, like, does well, Bernie's going to win. <laughs> Jack, the offensive and <laughs> fucked up take from a former Jimmy Kimmel writer. <laughs> we asked Jimmy Kimmel what he thinks about it. <laughs> what do you think Jimmy would say? Like, you know, Jack's a great guy. I got nothing to say about that. I'll tell you this, though. Every once in a while, Jimmy Kimmel's mom still responds to tweets of mine. And it's surprising ones. <laughs> you know, it's your, surprising your, ones. Your mom DM'd me one time to correct what? my grammar. Oh, really? That's so funny. Yeah, that's so funny. That's I, I so need to respond to her and tell her thank you. <laughs> all right so these shows what the hell else those those shows they were fun they were exciting it was it was nice we had some special guests on the um it was nice to meet all the people who came out um it was very nice to talk to you everyone i met had like a question for me like a specific take wow. they wanted me to give one of them was um fuck mary kill Gollum, <laughs> dobby Wow. And shit, I forget the other one. Similar characters. Yeah, Gollum, Dobby. I don't remember the third one, but another one that was like, you know, one of those like weird little elf. Little guys. <laughs> weird little guys. <laughs> I definitely came down on killing Gollum because I always hate him. I mean, you know, Gollum, it's very greedy. It's very greedy. Wanted the rings all, bring the rings all for himself. Yeah, you met, you met folks, you know, who you had had interactions with online, Leslie. That maybe were acrimonious. Okay, you know? we're not playing I this. spoke to someone after. I spoke to someone afterward who was like, "Leslie, I met Leslie, and it was great to meet him. It was, it was a uh, uh, really an intimidating presence before, <laughs> but it was nice to meet him. It should still so be you have intimidating. An intimidating. It should still be intimidating. <laughs> Keep the same energy. <laughs> Keep the same energy. 
one fun thing we All did right. at the show is we did um uh, this was um Brett and Brian's idea they brought to us like we should do an actual struggle session on the show on at yeah. the end where we you know can cancel people we yeah. let the audience decide whether people are canceled or not and you know we got some interesting um results um at you know some of these cancellations you know one of the people who was up um was Barack Obama um, wow! In Chicago, we did a lot. Of, in Chicago, we did a lot of Chicago people, hometown heroes. Yeah, I was really like, you know, I assumed that well before canceling Obama, because of course, you know, but I, it made me realize, looking at our audience, that like Barack Obama has upset so many white people that you get, like sure. I can't cancel him. Like that's a just a good thing. He's upset more white people than any black man in history, possibly. And so wow! For wow. that, true. You you cannot cancel him. It's kind of cool. I know. I mean, it is like there. You discover very interesting things when you do these struggle sessions. You know, Mao. You know, he had a good idea <laughs> yes. there. You know what I mean? Mao had it figured out. Yeah, he did. You know, um, there was. What's what's a struggle session other than just you know uh, tweet? It's a cancellation. You know what I mean? They used to do cancellations there. Yeah, the cancel culture is nothing new, folks. Yeah. Who else did we have? We had Kanye up. And one yeah. lady the entire time we were talking, we had, we had, um, you know, Connor Golden joining us. Rachel sure. Millman, uh, was able yeah. to join us on stage. Entire time this woman was screaming at us, he sucks, boo, everything we said positive about him. He, she was just yelling at us, angry, legit angry. And it's, by the way, we, we should be clear here that you're allowed to yell out oh, yes, during yes. street fight shows. Oh, yeah, so. She wasn't this doing is, anything out of turn. We're not, we're not talking about, but this is not a, we're going to shut down a heckler. Story. No, no, no. no. Welcome and wanted the heckling. No, no, no. So everyone knows. No, no. Just to be clear, she was she was doing what she was supposed to do. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like by the end, we had talked her down to just. No, there was at the end, like you know, she was very angry the entire time, and then I think it was Brian who asked, like, you know, is is Kanye like harmful, you know, or is he harmless? And she's like, he's harmless. Yeah, talking, <laughs> it was very funny. It was fun. You learn something when you actually you know talk things out. That's, well, that's what I like about our, our show and our fan base that they were able to go on like kind of journeys with us where we break things down and we you don't have the answers immediately you don't like say you know what leslie canceling is a whole culture it's a whole <laughs> culture it's not just about the canceling it's how do you get to the canceling yes. <laughs> it's the journey not the destination yeah and we uh did we cancel kanye i don't think we did i don't remember i don't think we canceled kanye it's up to the audience you know when it comes down to it you know what i mean and uh, i think we did cancel chance though i think we yeah, did cancel cause chance because he, he's corny mostly because Cor- chance is corny yeah cause- mostly because he's corny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey cancel culture it, it works in mysterious ways folks yeah yeah you know sure you can wear the maga hat but you can't be corny but you can't be yeah. corny <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh what else what else i mean yeah no it was very cool to like meet with everybody and you know i do think that is kind of like what's at the core of this show is like you know we can talk about culture in a way that's not zero sum you know what i mean like there's these things are complex it's okay to like things that are you know fucked up politically it's okay to like not like things that you don't like for political reasons (laughs) you know what i mean like it's a it's a that we have a lot of culture to deal with and there's a lot of you know commentary about it and you know i think it's better to sort of uh talk about it like uh adults (laughs) a little bit (laughs) with some nuance and some dialectic marxist likes that right like yeah yeah exactly the dialectic yes the cultural in a a very dialectical way of course a dialectical dialectic yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh what else i mean had some good food leslie i'll tell you this we didn't have any deep dish in, in yes, Chicago. We did not have. We deep didn't do dish. it. Uh, you know, I've had it before out there, but just it was like you know we were like pretty far away. It was like uh, exhausting. I had a hot dog. The hot dog is really good. You know, and I don't really like tomatoes and stuff like that, but I had it with all the stuff, and I'm like, you know, it's a great. It is a good texture. They do a good hot dog over there. Yeah. I'm more of a. I like it plainer in the general sense, but you know. When in Rome. Yeah, I don't fuck with no hot dogs. Well, we did it. We didn't have pizza in Chicago, but we did have pizza in both Detroit and yes. Cleveland. And, you know, yes. yeah, we're the, well, Columbus. Oh, Columbus, excuse me. Columbus style um, pizza. So yeah. Columbus style let, pizza. Let's talk about the Detroit pizza first. Um, yeah. It was really good, but it is just like 
Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's just it's just Come like on. a Pizza Hut pan pizza in the square. I'm sorry, in a rectangle. Excuse me, but it's good. It's good. I like Pizza Hut. It's like got that little, <laughs> you know, the buttery crust. It's fine. Wow. It's great. Um, but it's like Detroit deep dish is not really a deep dish. It's just like a deep bread. It's just like a deep bread, yeah. and that's fine. It was good. It was really good. It was really tasty. I, I did think Detroit pizza is good. I like that there's a little extra crust there. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a, it's, it's, it's the pizza hut quality. We also had different restaurants. So I went to, uh, I don't know, fucking one of the ones they have there. <laughs> and you went to a different yeah, one. Yeah. And then, then we, uh, Brad and Brian, it was so nice. They invite, they brought their old, fa- both their families we had, like, together. like family dinner. Together and invited us to come and have the Columbus style pizza. And yeah. Very thin, very, very thin, thin crust. Then, yeah. then square, square slice, which square I like sli- a square slice. Square I do think slice. that like square slice is an interesting way to do the pizza, and it gives you some smaller slices. You get to get in a lot more slices that way. Look, it was a nice dinner. It was nice to see their, you know, the, their wonderful wives, their lovely kids, everybody. It was nice. Like the, their neighbors were playing like uh, music out on the fr- John Mayer out on the front porch. <laughs> they were singing John Mayer it was very, like, together. Very serene. I was like, what the hell? Like Columbus night. The weather was beautiful. But I got to yeah. say, Columbus-style pizza, it's not for me. Leslie, for me. this is so unkind. It's you didn't say it to me. their face? Why would I you say didn't it? say it to their of face? Of course not. Of course not. You we didn't were say the, it to their, their guess. face? You're saying, uh, you're saying it back here hiding behind a mic? <laughs> Look, you're cowering behind a mic, canceling their pizza. I, I How dare you? Cancel their pizza. I just said it's not for me. Oh wow! I, it, That's what you're supposed to say. That's the way you're allowed to I, criticize. It's not, it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, wow! I, like I'm not big on the thin crust. Wow! I think maybe like this is the first time where I thought there were too many pepperonis on the pizza. I, I like how many there were. It, it was it was too, it was a lot. A lot wow. of pepperonis. On wow! There. Very where's your very favorite pizza? Crust. Rank your pizza. Oh, definitely. Like, there's Chicago Deep Dish is number one. Chicago's number, number one, one for number you? Number one with Bullet. Like, wow. not even close. In fact. See, you're into this deep dish thing. You you need these. You want it to be like a lasagna? It's, thin, I want it to be a pe- thin, pizza, thin pizza pie. A pizza <laughs> pie. That's what we call it. That's we don't what always it call be. them pizza pies. It should be a pizza pie. It's very But simple. then you're saying that there's a pizza and we're making a pie of a pizza. So what do you mean when you just say pizza then? No, a pizza is a pizza pie. We just shorten it to just pizza. You know, <laughs> just be- I don't know if that's true. I believe it is true. I believe and wow, okay. this in the Chicago Deep this is a legitimate pizza pie and that's why it's the best obviously it is really good i do like chicago deep dish we didn't have any on this trip but as soon as i got back to la i went to masa which is a chicago style deep dish in my neighborhood because i didn't get to have it in new york and i was like well i still want deep dish yeah. <laughs> so i went and got a deep dish it was really good actually go to masa if you like chicago deep dish i'll take you out there next time uh, you come here is Leslie. It, did, now that i know you love uh well deep dish since so it's much. in california does it cost like 20 dollars a slice and have avocado in it is it avocado toast on top of like a deep dish pizza? Is that what that's what number it is? one? Number one, they do have some kind of avocado appetizer. Okay. There's like an avocado like something, but I haven't had it. And no, the pizza is like I got a meat pizza, and it's like you know sausage and pepperoni on a really good. It's like a deep on. Dish. Did you so just deep- say on? Did you no, just in, you just said on? You just said on. It's in the pie you portion. Just said it's in on. the pie portion that Leslie loves so you dear. You just said on. No, it's inside the pizza. Yeah, because I normally eat normal pizza, and you know that Chicago's abnormal. It's not the normal style of pizza. Would the yeah. best be the normal? No, the best is always abnormal. That's why it's the best by definition. <laughs> okay, all right. Alrighty then. Yeah, just that Joe Biden like gaff where you just said that the <laughs> toppings were on the piece instead of in the oh, pizza. Oh, I don't think that's a Joe Biden like gaff. If it was a Joe Biden like gaff, I would not know what the word pizza is. Well, you didn't know what a pizza pie was, so yes, I know okay. what a pizza pie is, and I think that you know you are. I think you're being purposely obtuse, and I don't need to know that I need to stand for it. Okay. All right. All right. 
All right. Well, what else happened on this tour? Or we should we end this show before this sh- before we end it forever? <laughs> well, no, really. Actually, it it really went so well, and people were asking us to go more places, and I was feeling like, yeah. yeah, maybe we should. Like, people were expecting us to like keep going. Like, somebody messaged me and was like, "Oh, are you coming to Minneapolis on tour?" Well, I haven't booked the venue yet, but let me check. The, let me look it up. Maybe we just try. Let's like see. Maybe we can go tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, it is like cool. Like, you know. uh the street fight guys kind of told us their philosophy and the way that they try to book shows. And I would love to do more stuff like this. You know, we kind of need to like, I think to make it like not necessarily profitable, but not like that. It's costing us money. <laughs> I think you need to do like a couple small shows and then like one big show, but I would love to do more of these sort of mini tours, Leslie. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, um, just a really enjoyable time. Uh, it, it was it was funny we were talking in the car like because we're all you know you know we've we've heard the stories about you know how wild these podcast tours can get right that pod yeah. save america 2018 oh, uh, fall tour like that was just like nuts it, it, it i you, you know, know pe- you heard the, some of the things those guys did backstage with like the octopus and the shark and stuff like that. I mean, good lord. People hadn't seen anything like that since like Motley Crue. Okay, <laughs> we know how wild these podcast tours can get, but it was nice because all four of us, you know, we're married family men. So you know, the yes. most wild thing we got into was arguing about whether or not um, ramen is a soup. <laughs> I still think it is, but I I am not as certain as I was before the trip. I'm not I'm not as 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 unshakable in that conviction because you know apparently the actual like kanji words for uh, there are different words for American style soup and then like ramen. So I, I am a little bit shaken, to be honest with you. But I was really only trying to get ramen admitted because Brian said he doesn't like soup and I was like, you know, you got to have some ramen in L.A. and then you'll like soup. But they say it's not soup. It's not so soup, what the fuck so do I know? You're not going to win them over with that. You're going to try a new gambit check. <laughs> That sucks. I was trying to get soup admitted. I was trying to get ramen admitted into the soup category. So, you know, Jack, um, we were on the road. We weren't getting into wild stuff. We did get into some video games while we were on the road. Sure. Um, myself, um, I tried not to do this. I tried and tried not to buy Final Fantasy twelve again. Wow. I tried wow. not to buy it again. But then. But then, like, we had this trip coming up. Like I, I had I had it for PS2, of course. Um, I had the fucking you know steelbox case for it, but I never actually got to finish it because it came out so late in that console's life cycle that like the PS3 was already out, so I got distracted. Great game, love it, fantastic, but I didn't get to finish it. So when they remastered it for PS4 and PC, bought it on PC, played like five minutes of it, moved on to something else, uh, uh, uh. and then. They announced it for Switch. And I was like, fuck. There's no yeah. way I'm going to buy it. There's, I can't buy it again. I'm going to sit here on my PC and play it for hundreds of hours. And then we had this trip coming up. And then it went on sale. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy it again. And I'm going to finish it this time. And I am going to finish it this time because it's on Switch. And I can uh, take, take it around with me. And it is so good. Final Fantasy XII is so, so good. It might be the best one. It might be the best one. And I just have having a blast playing wow. it. I like the Star Wars references in it are so great. I was just showing Jack like, look, that just looks just like the prequels. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> it does. It did look like Naboo right then. Yeah, it is so it's such a good game. So fun to play. Um, I'm very happy that I bought it again. Oh, I'm, I'm I've just been enjoying it. And I'll Jack, unfortunately, um, his wife didn't pack a switch for him. Well, look, I got really sick right before the trip. I mean, it's wild, actually. I got like a stomach virus and I was like puking for like 12 hours and I'm like shitting myself. And I actually, as I mentioned on the tour as well, I wore a diaper for the duration of the flight out to uh, Ohio because I was worried I might have an accident. I didn't have an accident, but I did wear the diaper. Um, and so, yeah, my wife did all my packing for me because I was like bedridden and fucked up and she didn't pack the switch. She did ask me if I wanted it. And I was just like, no, I was like dead. Um, so I didn't play any switch games. Um, but toward the end of the trip, I was able to get onto my tablet, my surface, uh, downloaded. I was able to get World of Warcraft classic. And, uh, after waiting through an hour long queue, uh, 
Uh, I did get to make my character, and I did play a couple hours of WoW Classic. I think I got to level five uh, while we were there in Chicago. And I'll tell you what, Leslie, I've been playing it since I'm back, and uh, you know, if there's any way that you would consider it, you know, I think you'd have a good time. <laughs> and uh, we're we're having a lot of fun here in WoW Classic. I'll tell you what, it's a grind. You know, you it is like you'll spend so much time. It is so slow, and the drops are like so unpleasant, and like it is a hard game. Uh, but that's kind of what I like about it. <laughs> I kind of like that this is just like, it, you know, it, it is so incremental and you feel like, you know, you don't get the mount right away. It makes the world feel so big. I, I don't know. I'm kind of in for WoW Classic. I'm hoping to get my guy to level 60. And I hope that they all um, that they do all of the expansions. I hope that they end up doing all of the like expansions and kind of go through the whole thing over again, because. You know, I played like Vanilla WoW and then I played like Pandaria. And so, you know, I think it'd be kind of cool to get to go through all those. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that. I think uh, Final Fantasy XII is all the MMO I need in my life. If they do, if they go back and do classic Guild Wars, uh, maybe. I am at, you know, I'm at level, uh, I'm at level 12, I think now. And uh, it's fucking hard, but uh, I'm having a good time. Cool, cool. All right, folks. That was Struggle Session. Have a good one. See ya. Like what you hear, want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.